The ups and downs of being creative. Discussed over cocktails with friends. You're listening to The Shakes. Hello. Hello, John. Hello. Math has never been my strong suit, John Roderick. I'm so sorry. It's all right. I'm sorry to have missed the opportunity to chat with David Reese, a dynamic chatter. He he also was yeah. He was also very very sad that. Uh, but he did feel good. Apparently, um, we you know we talked a little bit about Africa. Uh, he had not uh, had not heard your recollections of of the trip, and so I I, I tuned him into a little bit of some of what uh, you had talked about with Dan and you know and, and with Merlin, and he was infinitely delighted. To hear that uh, your your use your your knowledge of military uh, paraphernalia was was somewhat out of date. <laughs> he was gleeful about it at the time. Every time I had some, uh, every time I got the caliber of some weapon wrong, David cackled with glee. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have you have pretty much had your say of of what transpired on. Uh, on the trip to Africa. And so I, one of the things we talked to David about, and I would be interested to get your take as well is after we get done recording here tonight, we are publishing the episode with David. We will publish the episode with you. And then we are going to go on hiatus for two months. And, oh, uh, congratulations. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> uh, joy is joy is going to go and have herself a baby. Yes. Uh, hey, yeah. <laughs> So kind of a hiatus, <laughs> and there. so and so we were just kind of we were just kind of having hiatus talk, like like what uh, what kind of stuff have have you done? You know, tips, tricks, uh, whatnot. And we tips, been, tricks uh, for yeah. for having well, you a know. baby hiatus is not a hiatus, <laughs> right? Well, that's well, she's having a baby hiatus. Uh, Pat has decided he's gonna what? You're gonna have a book writing hiatus. <laughs> I'm gonna. No, he's I'm gonna, gonna, gonna write keep, the book. I'm gonna write my. He's I'm gonna. gonna I'm gonna get much deeper into my book. Yeah, and I, if and I say I'm gonna finish my book, that's a bunch of bullshit. So I'm just <laughs> gonna get much deeper into my book, and I'm gonna have a uh, sitting out in the woods tying knots hiatus. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So I don't know. Uh, you know, you, you're you're the kind of guy who's who's had a, a hiatus or two from recording or you know different things like that. Uh, I have had some hiatus. Hiatus. <laughs> uh, and. Yeah, I highly recommend them. You know, I, I think that the stuff that I'm doing right now, I could never have, I could never have predicted, and uh, would not have logically followed from what I was doing six years ago, if I hadn't taken a hiatus and taken the time to to look around and say yes to some things. That's good because I I've been I've been afraid of the hiatus. I'm looking I'm looking at it kind of almost as a cliff, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's like. When when I jump, who who will catch me when I fall? Well, yeah, I, you know that's a common that's a common fear, and uh, and I feel like a, a lot of people have tremendous anxiety about taking a a, a step into uh, taking a blind step, right? Hmm? And taking a hiatus doesn't even feel like a step to a lot of people. It feels like just an abject failure. Mm-hmm. But um, but taking a hiatus is a step and you know the the only advice that i that i ever give in situations like this is when things come along say yes you're not doing anything you're taking a hiatus so why not say yes <laughs> yeah 
And you you say yes to a few things, and they inevitably lead to other things. And then pretty (laughs) soon you look back, and it seems like you had a it seems you had like you had a course of action in mind. But of course you didn't. You were just yeah. yeah, You were just saying yes to things until it until the stars aligned. That's right, and 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 they invariably do. It'll be, hey, Jeremy, will you tie this knot for me? Yes, I will. <laughs> yes, I will tie that knot. Jeremy, could you hmm? tie this knot for me? I, I absolutely will. That's, that's then, what your highest will be. And then you'll have a little shack on the side of the river, <laughs> knots tied. That is, that's, a, that's, that's where I feel myself heading. It's $25, like, knots tied. Yeah, the, the, more, the, more I, the more I think about the hiatus, I feel like, I'm, I feel like I am channeling Ted Kaczynski a little bit. You know, just just uh, I I feel I feel myself ending up in a shack during the next two months, and and because because we were we were talking with David about my my idea of not even going online, and whew, well, David supports work, that, right? huh? You're going to work? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's yeah, it's mean, kind of weird for for a web designer to say I'm not going to go online. Let's let's be clear. I'm going to have to go online. Yeah, I mean, so it's not real hiatus then. Is and you, it? when you're going into the woods, you're going in with your kid, right? I mean, no, gonna, I'm going by myself. You are. I'm going by myself. Really? Yeah. For a week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, okay. I mean, there, you're going there, with other grown men. Well, some of that will be with grown men, but then also part of it will be by myself. I don't know. There, there's I'm no one in uh, it, there's no one in American public life cur- currently occupying the Kaczynski sphere. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, that's one hell of a reference. I well, you know, I, yeah, I mean, and they, so so again, I'll just say yes to a few things. There you go. And mm-hmm. you know, we'll just we'll just see where that goes. See what happens. I might be on CNN in July. <laughs> so you're just gonna go into the woods by yourself? Somewhat, yes. Yes, <laughs> I mean, is some, some of it, some of it will be with with other people. But yeah, I'm gonna do some. You know, not not necessarily a walkabout because I'm not going to Australia, but uh, yeah, kind of kind of getting back and get back into touch Reese, with Reese Witherspoon wild action going on there. Yeah, I don't know about that, but you know, just kind of getting back into touch with uh, some some things that used to be me, but uh, you know, have not been me for you know twenty twenty five years. A little civil disobedience, a little yeah, like what? business. I don't know. Like you're gonna camp get in the woods up. alone. You should yeah. get locked up. That sounds. Awesome. I understand. I understand exactly what you're saying. You're gonna you're gonna whittle a stick, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna throw a, a, some rocks into some uh, standing water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, probably throw some rocks into some moving water. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, these are some time tested. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Uh, you're going to get done with those three things. You're going to go, what the fuck? I yeah. think <laughs> nope. no, 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 my house. No, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot else to do. You're going to kick a hole in the ground with the toe of your boot. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I, I have boots purpose built for <laughs> such a thing. That's right. You might get curious about that and then continue to enlarge the hole. <laughs> uh, which again, so this is, this is a path to American manhood. That's right. And then you're going to poop in the hole. <laughs> Yes, could do. And then you're gonna cover it up because then you might get eaten Mm -hmm. if you don't cover it up. Yeah, spore. You have to. You have to. uh, You know. Yeah, camouflage your spore so that the uh, the bears. (laughs) The bears. uh, uh, Now I'm not. I hope I'm not the only naturalist on this podcast. (laughs) The bear. The bears don't care about your poo. That's not. That's not typically the where. uh, That's not typically the thing the bear is interested in. (laughs) 
Are you supposed to roll around in your, you're supposed to roll around in your poo? So then I mean, you are your mass repellent. Your mask. If you're trying, if you're trying to a- attract a Labrador, <laughs> yes, roll roll in your poo. If you want to attract like a golden retriever or a lab, but a, but a bear has got bigger fish to fry. True. True. And yeah. uh, it's not a bear is not like a like a scat scat chaser. <laughs> Uh, somebody uh, but, just took a dump somewhere. I'm off. But I do rec- I do recommend burying the poo primarily because other people will find it. <laughs> yeah, true. They'll find it very, very true. Very true. Yeah. But yeah, other I, people are way more interested in people poo than bears <laughs> and almost anything else. That's right. There's a whole subculture of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot. Uh, y- y- what it was like a week, maybe two weeks ago on uh, Roderick on the line. You were talking about skiing. Yep. And and going skiing and and I I feel like my my going in the woods and shitting in a hole is is somewhat of a you know a strange parallel to kind of what you were talking about because because you were saying you know as as a youth you you were very much into skiing competitive and and so on and so forth is and snow skiing yes snow skiing mm-hmm. and so uh, you know this is kind of this is kind of my. Uh, Way of trying to get back in touch with something that was very, very much a part of me. That what was that, it, or can you not talk? Well, about no, it? I can talk about it. It was you know being being a Boy Scout and, a and going camping. Yeah, I was very much a woodsy guy, and now I am like the least woodsy guy that Do I you know. Take your kids camping? No, because I've been the least woodsy guy that I know. But I feel I feel this pull. Mm-hmm. I feel a pull. You got to do it to, to get woods, out there yeah. and and reconnect with uh, awesome. with that piece of me. That tree. Now, now, now where where is the, your podcast uh, being recorded? We are in Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. And uh, is that where you grew up? No, I I grew up in the uh, disgraceful state of Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But you are you're talking about uh, you're talking about the plains, yes. the great American plains, yeah, great American uh, pr- plains, the great the great uh, prairie, mm-hmm. and so outdoorsmanship and camping uh, take on a different. It means something very different to me than it does to you. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I am. I I was picturing you in a forest by a stream, and now right. I am picturing you. On a prairie by a stream. Well, that could still happen here in Kansas oh, yeah, City. Yeah. Forest by a stream can happen here. Could not happen where I grew up. Are yeah. there bears here? No, there are not bears well, here. Well, that was a okay. misleading then. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the, mountain that's lions, though. Yeah, mountain not a lions. Thing we're worried about. Okay. We're, As we're, we're talking, <laughs> my screensaver just uh, just activated, and uh, a picture of a bank in Tulsa appeared <laughs> on my screensaver. <laughs> And so, wow, that's a real... That's really strange. Why is that on yeah. your screensaver? What, are you telling me you don't have... You don't have the Great Banks of Oklahoma? Great Banks of Oklahoma. I need to get that. <laughs> yes. Part of what I'm doing is I'm going and doing some... You know, I have you know, now have a boy who's in Cub Scouts, and so I'm going and doing some training. But then, yes, also getting back in touch with that, which I feel somehow I squashed... Or or got afraid of in a way. I feel like like I became like this. No, I don't want to go out because it's dirty. It's dirty, and I don't and I don't know. I don't know where that came from. That's the best part. I don't know where that came from. It's not dirty for me. It's just uncomfortable. I would be fine all day woodsy. I am. I love hiking and all that just stuff. Take an air it's just just I, when I go to sleep. I mean, I don't need TV and all that stuff. I just need a. I need a little need a little cabin. 
Just just a little cabin. Just a little sure. roof. But now I've been like <clears throat> I've been attracted to the discomfort of it, like being covered in bug repellent and the things. Right. Oh, the poop. And the poop. <laughs> yeah, covered in my own covered in my own leavings. Well, and, no, wait a minute. So so you're you're uh from where you're sitting right now in what I can only imagine is an Aeron chair. You yes. are telling me that <laughs> yes. that that the great discomfort you are looking forward to is being covered in bug repellent. That's as bad as it's going to get for you. That's as hard as you're going to go. No, I I think there's going to be some sweat. Uh, probably, uh-huh. probably quite a few uh, Nick's abrasions, uh, bruises. Well, uh, let me ask you this: Are you spending the night outside? Oh yes, oh yes. But in a tent are you, or out? not? Not in a tent outside. Oh. You're literally going to sleep outside. That's yeah, like scary. no tent. That's like the best part. But what bed if roll. an animal gonna eats your yeah. face? Bed roll on are you the gonna, yeah. bed roll on the. Ground. You know what? You got to do the Indian scout thing. You got to bury yourself in leaves for like a week and just hide. Why? I don't care. That sounds gonna, pretty good to me. Yeah, you want to do that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, do it. That sounds really great. There you go. I think I'm going to do that. There you go. This, this feels like maybe a Missouri thing. That, uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> actually, there was a... Uh, I've never heard of it in my no, life, Eric, but it sounds uh, attractive. A uh, uh, musician named Eric Hokanen, who plays in Austin, um, and uh, his, his band is Eric Hokanen and the Hip Replacements. He is, um, when he's not performing, he is an Indian scout. So he will go into the woods and he will bury himself and he'll be gone for a couple of weeks at a time. That's what the Indian scouts do? Yeah. I didn't know that there was still a demand for Indian scouting. And he smells like he just came back from being out on a scout when you talk with him. Wonderful musician, though. Play this, a, this story feels very difficult to confirm. <laughs> no, it's very true. It's very true. Thank you. He yeah. smells he like a bear's leavings. But yeah. <laughs> he leaves, and then he comes back two weeks later and smells bad. Yeah, and, and, he, claim, and, and claims that he buried himself in leaves. <laughs> that, that, now, you know what? That's... Uh, that we saw... Did you... You went on the you went on the Austin trip with us. We saw him play at Flipnautics. Yeah, that was that when guy. I stepped. That was when I stepped in the dog shit right outside the car, and I I could not get it off my. Shoes. How does how does shit keep coming back? <laughs> no, it does. It's this shit episode. Well, now, uh, well, uh, to, not to change the subject. Back to <laughs> back to your uh, mighty planes, a topic that I'm fascinated. Oh, uh, certainly, by. certainly. Uh, but I have recently been reading the book Great Planes by Ian Fraser. Hmm. Are you familiar with this I, book? You planes no, people, no, planes men and women. No, no. You don't have to read books about bedside, it. bedside yeah. table, <laughs> always there. So, Great Plains is this fantastic sort of story of this uh, reporter going out to your uh, sweeping country and traveling about and and talking about the the Indians and the all the times the the opening of the West. Hmm. I highly recommend it to you and your listeners. It's one of those those American books. So, oh, so nice. it's a it's a period piece, like no, no. I mean, I oh, think uh, it, it. He 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 was a New Yorker, and he left uh, New York in the eighties and headed oh, okay. out uh, to discover the Great Plains, which he had a romantic uh, attraction to, and um, and then he wrote this book, which is kind of it's like a very long uh, New Yorker article. Uh, but that's not a bad thing. It was recommended to me by uh, a, by a person you may know from the heyday of Twitter, um, 
at Bad Banana. Do you remember oh, Bad yes. Banana? Oh, yeah. yeah, we know Bad Banana. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. And yeah. Um, his name is Tim, and he yes. recommended this book Nebraska. to me. He's he is from Nebraska. He is a Nebraska. I, I know Tim personally. And uh, he, I went to, I went to visit him when I was on the Great Plains recently, and he was like, he he came and met met me for lunch the following morning and brought me this book. So I've been reading it, and it's great. Yeah, well, that sounds way more interesting to me than than something uh, you know. The Yankee came down and went into the wilds to yeah. So yeah, the eighties. So he he probably found a lot of like paint huffing and. And things like uh, that. Well, you know, there's some, there's quite a bit of that talk. He, he, he casts back, he casts into the future. He, I mean, he ties some knots. He does all the things you're, you're talking about. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. He that's, doesn't I, see some historical landmarks. Well, like I, you know what? Bonnie I'm going to pick that up. And that's, stuff. that's side two while I am sitting in the woods. Yeah. Invariably, a, you can only kick so many holes in the dirt with a boot. Right. You he was on a vision so quest. Times. And you, you sound like a, you're on a vision quest. So I am. It's uh, it's it's this type of thing where it's like, drive to the end of the road, get out, keep going. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna do it, and and I I think I probably should should purchase the the paper version of it. Uh-huh. A battery only lasts so long out there in the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, See, you're girl. gonna go. You're gonna thirteen dollars free. I'm telling you, I'm serious about this. I'm I I'm not debating. I'm I'm. You you got you got balls. I like it. I like it. I, I feel wish like that, you, you're acting like he's like going to the moon or something. He's just gonna go. Camping. Yeah, I'm not going to the moon. I'm just he's going to sleep outside That's without terrifying. a roof over his head. Your face could get eaten off. Wouldn't be the first time. You might die. <laughs> let, let me let me just uh, interject that as somebody who spent a lot of time sleeping outside when he was young, uh-huh. and then many years later went back to sleeping outside. As an adult, mm-hmm. it is not the same. No. And you are very much more afraid now than you were when you were a kid, which uh-huh. is hard to, hard to believe. Because when you're a kid, you're an idiot uh-huh. and you're scared of uh, things, but you don't know. You're, you're scared of ghosts mostly. Uh, but when you're an adult, you are scared of real things, real that, things. that your mind can conjure. And so every time the forest goes woof or fart or whatever a forest likes to do in the middle of the night, you are picturing all manner of terrible, terrible beastie. And the ground is uncomfortable because you are old and (laughs) not resilient. And the stars yawn at you with complete indifference to your life. They do not care. The feeling that the universe is all of a purpose is lost. <laughs> and but that's what I need, though. That's what I yeah, need. Yeah, you will. You will know. You will know a fear that grips your heart like uh, like none other. Mm. And, uh, wow. If you survive, if you survive two <laughs> nights outside <laughs> mm-hmm. without, um, I mean, and the thing is, you may weep quietly. That that doesn't disqualify you. No, no. I that, think that's there that's, should be some crying. Oh, should be some howling, some spontaneous howling, some crying. You don't want to howl, then you'll just draw the kite. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of with joy on that one. Yeah. The, the last the last time I was out in the woods, there was a whole lot of crying. There was a whole lot of crying. Oh my god. Yes, you you crying? Yeah, me just sitting out, just the full moon, crying. just just crying for not even for sadness for the beauty of it. No, no, there's a lot sadness. of sadness. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. I'm I'm trying to spin this into, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Nope. It's a bad scene. It's a very bad scene. 
It's, but that, that said, but you should go. Said, you should. You're gonna absolutely. have an amazing time. I support it 100. So, uh, how many days actually are you gonna be by your lonesome? Couple, couple nights. Yeah, three like nights? three. Yeah, like three. Three nights. Yeah, yeah. And three and, nights outside alone is all the time you need to experience all that you are gonna experience. Except the one thing you won't experience is the experience of gradually becoming accustomed to your new life of discomfort and becoming. <laughs> A hardened uh, woodsman. Yeah, that, that I, 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 yeah, I, I won't fully go down the Ted Kaczynski path because right before I knock on that door, yeah, it's, I, it's it's time it's time to it's time to go and, and sell my wares elsewhere. I don't think you're gonna be so. that close to knocking on the door. No, no, no I offense. don't think so either. You're gonna be you be several miles down the road. Oh yeah, oh, you don't you don't think you don't think three days is enough. I think you're still gonna be in the parking lot of the uh, sporting goods store. Perhaps, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think you'll get a glimpse of it for sure. Yeah. You're going to be in somebody's backyard, and they're going to be complaining. I'll be able, I'll be able that to you're see naked it with and you're crying. There's a naked crying man in our backyard he who has started a fire camping. that looks like it's getting out of control. Please call the police. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, it's all in my backyard. No, There's no, like four I'm going trees. into the woods. There's like man. four trees back there. It yeah. is very woodsy. Mm. So that's yes. exciting though, for uh-huh. real. Right. It is exciting, it is. but you know, you know what else is exciting? The what? prospect of having a child and bringing a new child into the world. Yes, yes, yes that it is. is that's something I also have a little bit of experience with. Not uh, personally having a child, okay. but I was, oh, I was yeah. standing, I was okay. in a room one time when You're a child in a room was, once when a child came out. Is so it your I, child? My child. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a that's a big deal. It yeah. If, big if deal. you recall back, I I, I believe. She said that uh, John would be in in the ground soon, if if I recall our con- conversation back in December, because they in were the they were at a, yeah they were at a cemetery. Was wasn't wasn't that right? Wait, what? I mean, I this may be a fugue we state. Were, I don't know. We were just talking about how wonderful it is. I'm gonna have a baby, and now you're talking about well, yeah, eventually, the, eventually, the eventually, that baby is going to tell you you're gonna die. I know. Mm. Good God. And- <laughs> How do we go from birth to death just like just, that? Just, just as you said life. that, uh, just as you said that, on my screensaver popped up, popped up a picture of the gravestone of Ichabod Crane. <laughs> There's an incredible uh, AI going on with your uh, computer, right? your, your screensaver. Yeah. This, the, there's just yeah. I'm not sure what that's all about. Oh. It's 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 getting close, joy joy, and I think we are taking the hiatus none too soon because you're starting to feel the discomfort. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm you you haven't laid down as I as I offered for you to be able to do, but you're 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 trooping it. Yeah, I have RLS. It's real restless restless leg syndrome. Mm. Yeah, it's real. It's a common common thing for for moms. That's right. Do you have the Do you have the uh, body pillow? Oh, yeah, but you know what? That thing freaks me out. I I loved. I was you know. I I mean, one could say that I'm constantly pregnant, <laughs> but it is. I gotta say, I was a big fan of the body pillow. I don't know why it freaks me out. But why? I don't know because it looks like one a, big pillow. Does like your body pillow worm. have an Asian woman silk screen? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and some folds in the right place, and it's great. I'm feeling a little left out. Why because are you I shitting me? You're, not, having, you're, not you're having a baby. Quest. You're having, you're a, baby. having a baby. You're going out oh, into the okay. woods. Well, and, you're writing and a great American novel. Do. Yeah, it's not going to be great or American, but it'll be. I will. I will write. 
Are you going to take some time? So off why work? are you left out? I'm. I don't feel that I'm as lofty as either of you. Well, wait a minute. Listen, yeah, you're the one that up. introduced. You're the one that introduced the 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 body pillow to this discussion. Very yeah. true. Very and, true. And the thing is that your two compatriots are scoffing, but they will they will come around to the body pillow. Both of them. <laughs> oh, there's a body pillow in our house. There's, Jeremy's there's gonna no want one when that. he's I am, sleeping out I am the woods. just going to curl up with a body pillow for two months. <laughs> yeah, I I will wish for the body pillow. Yes. Yeah, you, you will. will. You will have hallucinations of me delivering you a body pillow. Here, Jeremy, <laughs> stop your discomfort. Curl up with the body pillow. Day two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> six, okay, then. Six, six p.m. on the night of day one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where's that body pillow? I'm Jesus. hallucinating. I'm gonna get a text. Look, here's my longitude yeah. and latitude. Yeah. Bring me a body pillow. Body, yeah. My, my phone's about to die. <laughs> That's right. Body, phone's about to die. Here's where I am. I Google mapped it for you. Where Body where pillow. where is this woodsy place? Oh, it's not it's not far from here. It's up at, it's up north, like Watkins Mill area. Oh yeah, it's a park. <laughs> well, but but you can go get you can go get yourself woodsy. You in can the park. get yourself somewhat lost. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I I wouldn't say that I could get myself lost. There's a path, and you can take two steps <laughs> off of it, and then you're off the path. Then you are off the path. If I had if I had the time slash inclination, well, if I had the time, I I I would go I would go get myself lost. But alas, I can't. We need you to get back get to Pat lost. feeling bad. Yeah, yeah. Let's sorry, go, guys. I'm the one that directed. Yeah. I'm the one that directed us off of it. Off of me. Um, well, you know, but you have the greatest potential uh, to make to profit from this uh, hiatus because, of course, having a child, there is no. Profit? No, no you lose. Yeah, you lose. No profit. A lot. It is just. It's just a thing now. For the next nine months, it's just a thing that it's just a screaming bug in your house. <laughs> screaming bug. And and going off uh, on a walkabout is good, but there's very little economic opportunity. Very true. Uh, sleeping in a hole that you dug with your boot. <laughs> but you know, you have a chance to like pioneer a new. A new career for yourself, very a new, a whole new life. Very true. That is very true. Hmm? Hmm? How are you going to, you have to set up a plan. Like I'm going to write every night from, I have to write. I'm going to, I have to write, I have to write at least a thousand words every night. You have to stop watching so much television. I know that's, that's <laughs> what I, I'm telling you. So, so I, I have a new found, I mean, I grew up and I always felt guilty for this, but I, I grew up reading Stephen King and I always kind of felt guilty for it. And, and uh, but he, my wife got me Stephen King on writing um, for Christmas, and so I read it. Um, writing with an R or a W. Shut up. <laughs> and uh, um, and and it's 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 a great book. It, it's, it is uh, great. It is. It's a. It's a. You know. And he's. You know. He doesn't miss any words, and he's very humble in it, and he is self depreciating, and and. Um, you know, and, and he does, he, he talks about those things. He's like, you have to, he's like, you, you, he's like, when you're not writing, you should be reading. And when you're not reading, you should be writing. And he said, and you shouldn't be doing the TV and, and all of that stuff. And he said, you should be writing. So I just need to, I just need to do it. As, as uh, <laughs> yes, as that, that was, was an enthusiastic. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to, uh, just well, need I to get, it. I, the, the things that I hate is I hate the, I hate the beginning of a, of a paragraph and I hate the end of a chapter. 
Mm. Um, and um, those are two things that I love to get to the end of, and then I'm not sure where to begin again. And so that's where I am right now. I'm. He edits as he goes. How yeah, can I see. Stop I doing because that? because I'm an advertising guy. I I'm constantly self editing, which is which is not productive. And so I just need to be okay with just putting stuff down on the paper. And yeah, I mean, one of his greatest quotes is right, right, uh, right with the door closed, rewrite with the door open. And, um, which I think is, you know, which I'm, I'm parsing that. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So no, I, 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 if, if, if I could, I will, I will channel, uh, John's compatriot Merlin here for just a moment because what he says is, you just got to make the clicking noises. You just got to, and that's, that's what, that's you just got to make the clicking noises and then, and it'll come. Yeah. I mean, I would highly recommend that you go down to the, your local thrift store and buy an electric typewriter. That's what you need to do. That's probably what I and need to do. And then move into a haunted house out in no, the No, and just in actually... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't self-edit with an electric typewriter. You cannot. No, that's, you actually, just, that's actually a pretty brilliant idea. No, don't do that because then when you need to edit, you have to use whiteout. Well, then, well, I, have no, to, then I have to rekey <laughs> everything. Here's the thing about a rough draft, right? And this is what we have forgotten with computers is that in the past... So often you would start a sentence and halfway through your thought will have, would have evolved and you would all of a sudden sort of be struggling with the tense of the first half of your sentence, struggling yep. with uh-huh. the, how to finish the idea. And so you're using your brain power to try and land that sentence. Yes. And you, you're struggling and contorting your thinking, but you manage to land the sentence somewhere and – and that process creates a kind of writing that we have we no longer have access to because you get halfway through a sentence and you, your thought changes and you just delete it and you start again you don't even think about it yeah yeah and so all those great sentences throughout history that the writer as he, as the writer was you know plowing through um it was it was clear that that sentence was like oh that was so that was so tortured and so garbage but then when you read back you're like oh wow there i was getting at something there or there some you know there was a transformation happening in that moment and now that's what i'm working from and if you're just always clicking delete 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 you never you yeah. all that is lost you have no record of of your process the thing mm. uh um and and then that's absolutely that's absolutely true, and that's that's I think that's what's ultimately slowing me down because I'm I'm happy if I knock out three pages in a night, and it's not what I should be doing. Um, High fives for Pat. But the the thing uh, um, um, the thing that I loved about he uh, Stephen King talks about when he was writing Carrie when he started writing Carrie and. He stopped. I mean, he. What I think he did like a six-page kind of synopsis of it, and then crumpled it up and threw it away. And then his wife pulled it back out. And she said, "You've got something here." And he said, "No, I don't." He said, "I'm." He's like, "What do I know of teenage girls?" And and he's like, "This is not. This is not my thing." And that's what I've kind of struggled, you know, because my my book is about um, a group of old women that are sisters, and they go and get their hair done, and I, you know. What you know? I mean, other than my family stories, what do I know of the feelings of you know old women and getting their hair done and stuff? But but he said, you know, you just he's like he's like right, just make shit up and 
And so that, uh, that, that felt good. And, um, you're writing Steel Magnolias 2, The Revenge. I am, yes, I am. Yes, absolutely, yes, okay. absolutely. The Revenge. The Revenge. <laughs> Shirley MacLaine comes back. <laughs> my. She is pissed. But, uh, um, but it, so here's my question. So what I'm trying, what I'm doing is I'm writing linearly. Linear, linear, um, and no, linearly. No, no, none of you, none of you even got <laughs> yeah, there. You go. there yeah, there we go. Um, I wasn't going to let that one just go. And when, when I think about, there is this part of the book that I'm very excited to get to, and I'm excited to write that part, but I haven't gotten there yet. And my question is, do I just jump to that? Do I just jump to that part oh, and write it? You're saying you can't allow yourself to to go write the fun thing yet. No, I, I feel is like, that, I feel like I have to, I have to write it the way that I've kind of got it playing out in my head. And, um, I haven't gotten there yet. Hmm. So my thought is, is maybe that's the way I get right back into it because it has, it has floundered a little bit. And the way that I get back into it is I might as well just kind of dig into that chapter and just yeah. start that chapter. I say, why not? That's why not? not? If that's what, that sounded dumb, I know. I say, why not? Why? But if, if that's the part you're excited about, I know. Right, and because the, maybe then that'll get you excited about the next. I know it needs to. I think that's what I got to do. I don't. You know, speaking as somebody who changed his process recently, uh, I, I I found that the that after I had done the fun part, and uh, all that was left was the work, the work uh, that. You know, the fun part is gratifying and it is a tantalizing uh, carrot on a stick. So, to, I, so I, to keep it at bay, keep it, keep it out there. I'm, I'm not sure if I can advise that because I don't, I mean, you know, like there are, there are lots of people who write self-help books about writing uh, and the writing process who I'm sure have lots and lots of opinions about this and every single book would have a different opinion. But in my own experience, just recently, like working on music and doing all the fun part first, uh, making new fun parts. And I guess if you're, if you're working on a book and you just are writing all fun parts, uh, there, there are worse things. Yeah. No, that's true. But uh, but at a certain point, you know, you gotta like, you gotta set the stage, and you gotta introduce the people, and they've gotta they've that's gotta the, go together to a third location, and that's the thing that's killing me is that I feel like it feels like, and then I'll move off of this. I I didn't I didn't mean to try and Whatever. make this all. I, no, seriously, I didn't. <laughs> we just talked twenty minutes about me tying knots. That's I think true. it's I okay. think it's fair. That's true. <laughs> No, and that's the thing is that it it that feels that part about inter, in, you know uh introducing the characters and stuff and feeling like I'm giving them their space feels like work and I'm still in that stage and I'm just like oh god can I be done with this already mm -hmm. and maybe maybe I'm making it harder than it needs to be. Yeah, boy, well, sounds like you need to go on a spirit quest too and spend the night outside. I might I might join Jeremy. Yeah, you I got an see, extra sleeping that, bag. That uh, that that creaky breaking of the stick that you'll hear in the middle of the night mm. that will terrify you will actually be me with my body pillow. I'll make you some spam and eggs in the and morning. I will. So say, so don't mind me, Jeremy. I will just be crying all night out in the <laughs> wilderness. 
<laughs> I think the important question to ask, especially of John, is are you working on your guns? We need to know. Well, you know, David, so when we were in Africa, I'm sure he probably already told you this story, but David yeah. is, a, is a notorious liar and he is not a <laughs> self-reflective person. So when he talks about himself, uh, he doesn't, he has no real insight into his own mind. Uh, I was, we were in Ethiopia and I was, I got up very early. I'm walking around and I hear this like huffing and I peer in the window of a, of a building and there's David Reese with his headphones on furiously walking on a treadmill toward an imaginary horizon. And so I walked into the building and David did not see me enter because he had his eyes closed. He was focusing so intently on, on this like active walk. And so I went into the gym and I sat down on one of the bench press benches and I watched David furiously walk up an imaginary hill for 15 or 20 more minutes until he opened his eyes and noticed that I was in the room. And I have to say, I admired the work he was doing of, uh, of exercise. And I thought, well, that seems, I mean, I furiously walk all, all the time, uh, from place to place. (laughs) Why wouldn't I transfer that technology to this moving, uh, belt? Yeah, sure. (laughs) And then David said, <clears throat> all right, let's do some curls. <laughs> and I was like, cause now I was there and he had, you know, he was like had a, had a monkey that he could uh, get to do things. Yeah. And so he put these weights in my hand and I did some curls and he was like, well, we need heavier weights. And so he was like, gave me some weights and I did some curls and he was like, well, we need heavier weights. Like, uh, that's not, that's, you know, sort of, um, we need uh, we need to test your metal or whatever. And he pulled these big uh, weights, and he was like, you know, at the top of my game, I could I could do the curls with these. And forty five pounders, <laughs> yeah, did some curls with those. And he was like, this is impossible. You shouldn't be able to do this kind of thing. And you know, and it was just a it was just a matter of uh, of of lifting these heavy uh, stones, which is a thing that I do in the course of. Uh, they're normally mental stones, but I'm lifting heavy stones all the time. And so then David said, all right, we're about to go on a cruise together. And during that cruise, we are going to just work out every day. We're going to get up in the morning and we're going to work out and we're going to get totally tough. And we're going to be, we're going to be buff in 2015 or hard. Ripped. 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 ripped, That's right. Ripped in 2015. And I was like, okay, I'm in. Let's do it. We're going to be on a cruise ship. Let's just get on the on the treadmills and lift the big stones. <laughs> and then David was like, "Oh, but I'm bringing my new girlfriend on the cruise." And I was like, "Wait a minute. We're not going to get ripped in 2015 yeah, if you that's, that's not happening. If you're like having uh, uh like half a grapefruit and some yogurt with your girlfriend in the morning." Yeah. And he was like, "No, no, no. I can do both. I can do both." Well, it turned out that his uh, his lady friend is a wonderful person, and we spent many h- hilarious hours on beaches and uh, sitting around. But at no point did he ever bring up uh, doing any exercise of any kind. And it was comp- he, we spent the entire cruise just pretending that he had never said anything about it. <laughs> and then at the end of the cruise, 
He says, all right, we're going to get ripped in 2015. <laughs> you go home and get ripped on your home, your hometown, and I'll get ripped in my hometown. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's how you get ripped in 2015. You start with your pal and you do the you do the hard work. That's right. Yeah, you're in we, the gym we together. So now he's talking about my guns, and no, I haven't done anything yeah. about my guns. Well, you know, I mean, to well, it will help you to know that to hear him tell the same story. You know, you walked in like a god of the great white north, and and you you know you you pulled up that redwood you, with you your randomly, pinky. yeah, you randomly yeah, grabbed just, a forty five pounder and picked and, it up and, like and, it was, and nothing. he hurt himself. Yeah, so that <laughs> he pulled his bag. He said, "I did everything wrong as his trainer." <laughs> well, so I'm inter- I am interested in David uh, training me. He's trained me in so many other respects. Uh. And so, you know, I believe that David, if, if, if David were handed the raw material of me, <laughs> the raw lump of human clay that is me, and was, <laughs> David was given full authorization to transform this lump of clay into a Superman, I believe David could do it. But it's, you know, it's very hard, first of all, to turn yourself over. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. If I, were tur- if I were turned over by a tribunal, uh, you know, if so, if I were sentenced to this, like that would be one thing. But to just be like, oh, I'm going to go to New York and have David Reese flog me for six months. <laughs> so he wants to do it via the the internet, but I but that's that's very it's very hard to motivate. Yeah, myself. there's there's not a whole lot of uh yeah there's not a whole lot of accountability via you know via Skype via mm-hmm. email. Yeah, no, I but but you know what? You're right. You're right. Uh, David is a David's a smart man. He you know I I feel I feel like he could. He, he could do a lot with a lot of things, but ripped in 2015 via, via, but I do know that he could probably tin stamp you an amulet. He did tell me that. So he could tin, tin stamp me an amulet, tin stamp you an amulet that, that oh. helps you, uh, become which, which one was that? Was that spiritually ripped? That was spiritually ripped. I yeah. I think the pencils were for mentally ripped. Well, you know, he and I, uh, <laughs> He and I have quite a collection now of challenge coins. Mm. What? A uh, challenge because, coin. Yeah, because when we were when we were USOing around Africa, you know, every military person that you uh that you encounter that's in any kind of position of authority hands you a challenge coin in a secret handshake, which is like a which is like a big coin. It's basically like an alcoholics anonymous coin, mm-hmm, except mm-hmm. it usually has some kind of cobra ready to strike or some insignia that signifies that the person that gave it to you is a badass killer. Oh shit. And then you get the coin and the and I think initially the idea was that if somebody said, "Have you got a coin?" <laughs> and you didn't produce one, then you had to buy a round of drinks for everybody in the bar. But now the coins are just everybody's trading them all the time. It's like a new game uh that admittedly badass killers play, but so when we were touring with all these military bases they kept giving us every time you'd shake a hand with with some colonel he would slip you this like this death from above coin and david and i were both very excited about him and uh and kept a collection well sadly a lot of mine have been lost subsequently but david david i'm sure still has all his challenge coins why are yours lost already well, I, they were stolen. My coins were stolen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So lost, quote, quote. Well, lost, lost in time, lost yes. like tears and rain, lost 
uh, as in I don't have them anymore. Mm. I on so many levels I can't even begin to tell you how much of like just a mental boner I had about these challenge coins until you were like ah you know they they just everybody just trades them. No 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 I mean they they are oh. fantastic we, uh, oh. they, we they took on the they took on the impression with us of being something that was fairly mundane except that there's a reason and that was because we were cherished VIPs on this trip. Mm-hmm. So all these like all these uh all these stone cold maniacs were handing us their challenge coins because we were the stars of this event. And in fact, getting a challenge coin from the base commander of the U S Navy base at Djibouti is actually quite a, quite a grab for a, for a normal. And you lost yours. Well, they were stolen. They were stolen. Oh, (laughs) Oh man. I can't even, I can get on board with this, that it's now I know what I'm doing in the woods. I am making, I am making a series of challenge coins. Give yourself challenge coins uh, for everything. No, I'm not you giving do. myself challenge coins. I am making challenge coins to give. You should mm. reward Ooh, yourself. Hello. You should challenge coin, skip a rock. Done. Challenge coin to myself. Challenge coin accepted. Challenge <laughs> coin kick a hole in with the foot of your boot in the nope. dirt. <clears throat> challenge coin accepted. Nope. I am I'm I'm making some challenge coins. This is this is my this is my new calling. That's I think it. That's hot. Yeah, I want you hot. to I want you to come yeah. back at the end of your two two month hiatus and our first podcast back. I I'm want gonna, you I'm to issue drop challenge some challenge coins. coins. Yeah. Oh man, that's 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 what's going to happen. You're going to be like you're going to be making it rain with making the challenge it rain with the challenge coins. Mm, right? Yeah, send this, me a, send me a challenge coin. I, I will, John. This is something I I am so behind this right now. This 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 is. I am fired up for the challenge coins. I am. What are they made of? Metals? Oh, oh yeah. They're. I mean, a lot of them are are brass. They're they're totally. I mean, when you have one in your pocket, you feel like you're carrying a solid silver Eisenhower dollar. Um, some of them are like poker chips, but yeah. yeah. Mine are going to be made of wood. Okay, (laughs) I was going to say, what are you going to make yours out of? Mine are going to be made of wood. Mine are going to be made of soap and bear poop. Bear poop. Right. Handmade out of wood. Because that's, that's right. what you're yeah. going to be doing. The that's whole time. right. That's right. Are you going to like gnaw? Are you going to gnaw? Mm, well, those, are, yeah, they might turn into paper by the time I get done with that. But yeah, I'm, oh, I'm. I'm There's a it. website you can order some. You can make No, own. I'm not ordering any challenge no, coins. I'm got to make them. You can't order them. Well, the military is not making them. They're going to this website. Challenge coin company. <laughs> like Jeremy, these feel <laughs> prefab. No, I made them out in the woods. <laughs> These are pretty well done, Jeremy. I'm not seeing a hand of the artist here. <sighs> oh, I'm behind it though. Those are interesting. All right, yeah. All right. as 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 we uh, as we are getting to wrap this up, uh, I will say I'm I'm going to ask you the question again that we asked you last time, John. Uh, Don't your, tell your, what his answer your, your answer last time has been has been a a source of wild fascination for us mm. over over mm-hmm. the past couple of months for, for your listeners or just the three of you no, well, for, no, for, no for, one ever heard I, it yeah I, know, I, I don't weren't. know i don't know about the listeners but definitely for the three of us i know that it's it's come up probably at least every other episode <laughs> podcast uh-huh. is just a great yeah. big facade we don't uh-huh. actually record this yeah. stuff uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so so yes the uh the the question is what is there that that when you start to get to think about it gets you excited thought provoked etc to where it could keep you up at night 
What what keeps me up at night? What saying? could keep yeah? What could keep you up at night? But you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you worry about. It could be something that you know you you start thinking about it, can't stop thinking about it, keeps you up at night. Well, you know, recently there is because of my age, because of my advanced age, uh, I am just now really acknowledging that I will not in this lifetime get to do everything that I planned. And that is, uh, that is a chilling realization because I always thought that I would live forever and that I would do because I am a generalist and not a, uh, not an expert. I, I am jazzed by general knowledge and by knowing a lot of, a lot of things about a lot of things. And so what that requires is an infinite amount of time because there's absolutely a part of me that wanted to be a farmer for some time and farm. And there was, and as I've, I've said to Merlin many times, you know, there's a part of me that regrets not having been in the military for some period of time, just because that was always something I was interested in and I never ruled it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I'm right at that point in a person's life where the prospect of, only being able to do a finite amount is uh, it's forcing me to change how I build my dreams because I can't just lay in bed and think, well, one day when I'm living in France, I will get really into like local hydroelectric design and i'll be the guy in a small village in in a small village in france that powers the whole village from an old mill and that's a great idea and i'm gonna fall asleep thinking about that and now there's this voice that's never existed before which was like when when are you gonna live in france and i'm like what do you mean when am i gonna live in france during the (laughs) during the during the the epoch when i live in france during the the during my thousand year reign in France. <laughs> and the voice goes, if you can live in France, you better get started living in France. Cause it's uh, you know, that's going to take some time. And I'm like, what are you talking about? There's all the time in the world to live in France. I'm going to live in France after I, you know, after I've already uh, like scaled all the seven tallest peaks. <laughs> and the voice is like, if you're going to scale the seven <laughs> tallest peaks, you'd better start getting ripped in 2015. <laughs> And this new voice, it's not a critical voice. It's a, it's a voice of, and I guess in some ways, a voice of reason. But it is, it's changing the, the character of my, of my fantasies. And I'm not especially good. This is one of the other problems of being a generalist. I'm not especially good at prioritizing general knowledge. I don't want to be a farmer I don't want to be a hydro power farmer in France any more or less than I want to be uh, like a state department mole uh, working in some kind of tech capacity in the Japan, in the U S embassy in Japan. Uh, I don't want to do either one of those more or less than the other, but if I'm going to do either thing, I'd better choose uh, and get started. And that is, that's really, uh, really changing changing my little mind yeah well you know breadth of depth comes at a cost and it's the the 
cost of immortality, I guess, but also, you know, at the, at the cost of a uh, specificity. So, yeah. Mm. So what is a, what's a, what's a brother to do? I got to just, uh, I got to start choosing things. Yeah. Is it going to be France or Japan? Sounds like the, sounds like question number one. Mm-hmm. Or the seven peaks. Yeah. I would say anybody that sits in bed at night and works through different World War II scenarios to put himself to sleep might be considered an expert in that area. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the the problem is the decline of the expert in the West. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, I do qualify as an expert on several topics, but that says less about me than it does <laughs> how few true experts there yes, are anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's not we, because everybody's a generalist. It's because nobody <laughs> likes to study. That's true. Now nah, we we we've we've gotten a lot of mileage out of the out of the alternate World War II scenarios. That was yeah, that was that, that, that was your last mind. answer. As a, as a world as a <laughs> World War II lover, that I was like to to know that to be able to play through that. It's like wow, that, that has blown be, Pat's mind yes. on so many levels. Yes. Right. Well, Pat, have you sat in bed at night and played through alternate uh, World War II scenarios? I have not. I have not. I, uh, He's got too much to do. Lived. It. What is um, what is the the book? And maybe you've read it, and I can't remember what it's called. But it was what if Hitler had won World War Two, and I can't remember what it was called. Um, oh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. No, that was good lord. Uh, I can't think of what it's called. Uh, These are my brother's challenge coins. Wait, your brother has one. challenge coins? Mm-hmm. He's in the Air Force. <sighs> So I was just asking him. Yeah. Uh, Look at all of them. Uh, there see? you go. You better make some sweet ass challenge <laughs> coins. You better. I want them to be <laughs> chunky. I mean, I want them to barely be able to fit into my pocket. They're so substantial. I've they got, my, I've like, got my work cut out for me. I really do. I mean, oh, they look, look like at those. Metals. Look at those. No. They do look like medals, yeah, and I, you know, I bet you in in uh, in the World War Two in the community of like World War Two, um games players uh there are challenge coins in that culture too i, I mm. almost guarantee no, almost mm. guarantee oh man i'm so fascinated now i'm i'm gonna go home and go in the rabbit hole about challenge coins there you go yeah, that's, that's there you go that, you know that's that's good though the the idea and and i think maybe that's uh something to think about as we go through the hiatus that or at least for me as i'm sitting out in the woods that there are only so many things that, that, that are left to do in this life. And so, you know, what, what's really important? That was it. it, it, <laughs> it and, and it's interesting that you say that um, because um, we were, of all the things, it was funny, we were watching, we were catching up on House of Cards, and there's a scene where the under, Underwoods are walking down the stairs into a, a big ball in the White House and, my wife said, wouldn't that be wonderful to do that? And, and I had a thought and I'm like, well, we should, we should do that. We should figure out a way to be guests at a, a white house um, party so we can walk down those stairs and we can be part of the ball. And, and then mortality strikes in and it's like, okay, how's that, how's that going to happen? And then it made, just makes you want to, and then, then it just, uh, I just reprioritize. And I was like, what, what am I doing? You what could have I a costume <laughs> theme party. I could. Okay. Yeah, you've got you've got that archway in your front porch. You could hang a lantern from it and yeah. just go. Close Stay enough. Right there, yeah. A little bit of Photoshop, you're there. There you go. All right. 
Well, John, thank you very much for uh, for for taking the time again, and I, I can very definitely assure you that we did record this. Yes. I have been watching the waveforms. We as well. we have been recording <laughs> you, and so uh, it's you know, it, as 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 last time, equally fascinating, and 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 thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure, and and good luck to all three of you on your on your new journeys, of uh, one of which is a, an incredible moment in a person's life where you bring a new person into the world yep. and are char- charged with all of that and two of which are just ego gratification trips of <laughs> middle-aged men uh so i really i support you in all three of those endeavors and uh and i wish you all the best and i'll talk to you again uh, uh soon i hope okay very good thank well you. thank you very thank you, much john, john.